here is the podcast for Backroads Homestead. We are going to try this out with this uh, recordable microphone. And it's going to allow us to do our uh, homestead chores while still producing or recording a podcast. So right now I am just uh, going to walk around this farm and see if this is going to be a viable option because otherwise there's not going to be enough time to dedicate our efforts to the podcasting platform. I'm kind of a sucker for podcasts. Um, and again, you're going to hear background noises. And that's part of what we're trying to uh, try to see if I can clean up the audio enough to uh, to do this. But um, I'm a sucker for podcasts because the a lot of us can only listen and can't really view. Um, so this is a situation where we want to be recording the podcasts and uh, doing our chores at the same time. We want to develop a more, I guess you could say, a stronger relationship with our core podcasters, homesteaders, who are preparing for, you know, unsettling times, but also just changing a lifestyle. You know, Backroads Homestead isn't just about doomsday prepping and all that kind of stuff. Um, the world's going to go on, in our opinion, whether we like it or not. And the less, the less we rely on outside things, the better off we will be to get back to our roots, to get back into gardening and producing our own food and self-sufficiency. Not only does it help us in our supply chain issues and geopolitical bullcrap that's happening, but it also helps us live a lifestyle that's closer to God, that we're doing things outside we are using our hands and our bodies the way they were designed and living a lifestyle that is sustainable and enjoyable. Getting away from a lot of the technology is also, you know, hugely beneficial to mental clarity in a lot of cases. So I have walked out to the back of our pod. pod. We're going to have a pod out here a truck container eventually um, for holding all of our tools. But I'm in the back of the homestead right now. I'm standing between the two garden plots that are 100 by 100. It's about midday. The sun is shining. It's beautiful, probably 60 degrees almost. I'm in a T-shirt, and it's the end of January here in the Ozark Mountains in Arkansas. Maddie, our dog, is sniffing the ground on the south field. I'm not even entirely sure how we're going to train the dog to not be in the field anymore when we have things planted. Yesterday, she was playing around in the comfrey. Uh, I have comfrey planted from last season, and it looks like they're taking root because the uh, 
me just walk over to the comfrey here. I'm on the back side of the north plot. And one, two, three. We got, I don't know, probably a dozen comfrey plants planted from our friend Ruth up in Wisconsin. So I'm digging through the ground here and I can see comfrey sprouts coming up. They're nice and green on at least one of them. And comfrey is amazing. It goes down, way, way down. But anyway, Maddie was playing. She wanted my attention. So I was taking the we had buried the comfrey plants and some of the uh, long clippings and such from uh, fall to protect those roots uh, from the extreme cold. And she just like was right on top of me. She didn't care where the plants were. So we're going to have to train the dog on that. I'm watching some waddling birds. Almost looks like a duck. It's not. It's a bird walking around the uh, by the chicken coop. I have never seen a bird like that, so I'm not entirely sure what it is. It kind of looks like a woodpecker, but and it's walking kind of funny. I have the wind sock on the microphone, and the wind is blowing directly at us, probably about two to five miles an hour. On the backside between the two fields, I have these big wire wheels, and I'm going to roll one up to the back of the homestead right now. And these wire wheels, I was going to put hose on one of them, but they make really excellent tables. And we have to separate our vermiculture buckets. I'm going to split them and make four buckets out of the two buckets we have now. And instead of pulling the worms out, I'm going to just keep investing and duplicating the boxes. We have, from our move from Wisconsin, we invested in plastic bins, knowing that we were going to use them all over the farm for planting, as well as for uh, vermiculture and other things. So, rolling up the... Lar and it's a large wire wheel. I mean, it's hundreds of pounds. I got to roll it up this hill here, get to the back of the shop. It's not too terrible. So we're going to film the vermiculture video, which will be on Rumble and YouTube and Twitter and Reddit and Truth Social and Tumblr. I have a whole bunch of different video sites that we load to think if I put the wire spool on the end of the concrete right by the oh the basketball hoop let's see Lake won't like it if it's on the concrete and he can't shoot hoops so I will put it off the concrete let's see I'm gonna push it down tip it over there we are now we got a table I just saw some mouth moths fly off the wire wheel. It's amazing those moths survived. It was 20 below windshields, zero degrees outside, and that's pretty extreme temperatures for, but I just saw one fly right out of the cracks of the wooden wire wheel. The outsides of the spools are tattered, faded from the sun, have oil marks on them, but 
they work good for what we're trying to do. And I think they were only like five bucks a piece. So that is, I can only fit two on the trailer at a time because they're huge. But the electric company here uh, sells them and then they donate the proceeds to uh, winter gifts for kids for Christmas. It's a neat little program. I'm watching a hawk fly overhead right now. A couple of them, big black wings, probably three and a half feet wingspan. They're just leisurely gliding on the up updrafts, on the upwinds. Low amount of uh, wind we have, perfect for that. Searching for searching for a whole bunch of, um, she just upchucked a bunch of yellow stuff. That's gross. I'm not sure what you were eating, but your body didn't like it. You feel better? Yeah. She's wagging her tail as she's walking in front of me. All proud of herself, like, hey, I just threw up. Don't you like that I didn't do it in the house? Yes, Maddie. Yes, I do. So we're, we're doing seeds. We're getting our seeds started. Again, beginning of January, we got watermelons, sunflowers, peppers. Boy, we got a lot of different things we're doing. And trying to figure out which seeds we want to put out. I got to get some flowers. I want to do that marigold and uh, planting between marigolds and um, cabbage. And I'm going to do a few rows of that. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll put it back by the apiary. We're going to have at least one one tower for uh, bees. And I wanted to plant everything on the back south field by the apiary that has a mix of flowers that bloom all season long uh, through all four seasons. So trying to pick hardy winter varieties and hardy summer varieties and that sort of thing is really going to be fun to do. We'll be making videos and all that stuff. Homestead topics for this podcast are going to be quite extensive. I mean, we're looking at doing agro-tourism, so we'll have folks, we'll invite folks, you know, our listeners, our watchers, our friends and family that we're making in this journey, we'll invite them to the homestead. And we have a little Airbnb that we're trying to put together. We expanded our lean-tos when we bought the property, put concrete, you know, underneath the lean-tos, expanded them to the full width of the building, length of the building, which is 60 feet. Really want to showcase and help people understand what it is we're doing. So we want to try to get as many people into the homesteading mindset as possible to be as self-sufficient as possible and to grow a network as big as possible in all areas of the world. So Maddie saw something, as you just heard. I think she's seen the smoke coming out of the cabin that's way down the road, but it's going through the trees and she doesn't understand what that is. So she's barking at nothing. She's literally barking at smoke. Her tail is up in the air. Her neck hair is all up. She has no idea. She's a puppy. We found her as a stray in the backfield. She was just watching us and I made the crucial error of feeding her. But she's been a good dog. We just got her spayed a few weeks ago. She doesn't have a chip, so she was legit a stray. She was somebody's dog, though. She was uh, potty trained. She never had to go through that. And when we first washed her the first time and got all the ticks and fleas off of her, she had um, smelled of soap. So when you when I washed her the first time, you could 
smell a light scent of a soap. So she's been washed before. So we knew somebody either dumped her or she ran away. I'm not sure. But she loves this homestead. She protects it. She plays well with other dogs. She's good with kids. And um, she's an asset here to, uh, well, she barks at the cows more than anything. But she'll chase hawks if they're too close. She'll unfortunately chase groundhogs and squirrels. And I'm going to guess she'll chase the rogue skunk that comes through. But anyway, enough on that. I hope you all are having uh, a wonderful January as we come into February here. I want to know what you guys are doing for getting your homesteads ready. Are you planting seeds yet? What are your plans this year? Or maybe you haven't started homesteading yet. Post in the comment section and below in our backroadshomesteading.com website, there's a podcast section, and you can post your comments under each episode. We want to know what you're doing, how we can help as we grow our community. Thanks for listening to the first initial podcast for Backroads Homesteading. Go ahead and share with uh, like-minded individuals. Download the podcast if you wish, and um, let's keep this thing rolling. My name's Ryan. 